Welcome back to the official Atari Games podcast. This is Jason here, and I'm joined by Mark, the producer on Haunted House, and we are going to play some Haunted House. That's that's all we're doing this episode. We're not doing anything complicated. We're not doing anything weird. We're not doing. I got no news to say, though we might have some news next week. We actually will have some news next week. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff happening in the next, let's say, month or two as we round out this fine year, and we'll have a lot more to say in the coming weeks and days, etc. But for now. Next up, Haunted House, coming out. Did I, did I have too much accent on that when I said haunted? Haunted. Why do I sound like, I'm, I feel like I'm doing something weird when I say haunted. You sounded great. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, keeping this in, by the way. It's not cutting that. Um, of course. Ha- haunted House is next, coming out October 12th on everything. You name it. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, and S, Switch, PC through Steam and Epic Game Store, and, of course, the Atari VCS. So right now... If you're watching the video, you, if you're listening to audio, let me just put it this way. If you're listening to the audio, one, thank you. Two, you should review it on your podcast service of choice. Three, go watch the YouTube video because we're playing the game. Like right now. You're going to be missing out. Yeah. So I'm in the house right now walking around controlling Lynn, who's our protagonist or one of our protagonists. I'm just going to go through here. I'm going to explore some of these doors here. Let's just quickly take a, a little milling about here. All right. So Mark, why don't you got me? Where am I? <laughs> you're in the basement. You're in the basement of the of the Graves Zachary Graves Mansion. Uh, the this area is uh, obviously locked at the moment. As you progress farther in the game, you uh, you get the keys that'll allow you in here. And uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but you know there as as Jason mentioned, there are multiple playable characters, and the way that you unlock the other characters are beyond those doors. Yes, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll say that. Great. So enough keys. Oh, here, look. It's an Atari room. Let me go into the Atari room here. Mm-hmm. What do we got here? Uh, here we have, uh, you know, the, the mansion's live-in nerd. Uh, you can talk to him, and he will start giving you some extra side quests uh, in the mansion. I guess, you know, to, to take a step back, you know, this is Haunted House. So you are going to be exploring this dilapidated, spooky mansion, um, trying to put together the pieces of a shattered uh, urn in order to trap uh, all the ghosts that have escaped from that urn, and also to find your uncle and your lost friends. Uh, And then in addition to that, there are some fun little side quests, and one of them was given to you by by the... uh, with the dork in that other room to find some long lost Atari cartridges that are strewn about the mansion. So uh, that's a little bit of extra uh, gameplay in there. Uh, as you play, it's a roguelite, so you're, it's going to be a different layout of uh, the rooms each time, different items and enemies uh, and NPCs that you'll find. So as you progress, occasionally you'll be finding these uh, Atari cartridges. There's a couple other collectibles there that that correspond to quests from other NPCs that you'll find as you progress further in the game. Cool. And I was just looking at the place where you upgrade. Now, you say roguelite, but let's let's be clear. It's not it's not quite like a roguelike where you have to go through the same thing over and over and over again, right? So we're about to see a little glimpse of what I mean by that. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, it, it, first we would consider it a sort of an action-adventure game. Um you know, uh, I think rogue roguelite or this game is a roguelite, but roguelike or roguelites, you know, sort of connote certain things, I think, for certain types of players and in, in terms of maybe like a certain 
difficulty floor or sort of sort of, sort of certain hardcore expectations. And this game, I think, is much more uh, approachable to a wide breadth of players. Um, but to mix it up and to add additional variety, every time you you explore the haunted mansion, you are going to have sort of a, a different play experience and see new things that are going to surprise you and you know be killed in a number of different ways. Uh, and um, you know each time you're going to be sent back to the to the start. But as you progress further in the game, you'll be able to unlock uh, higher floors within the mansion, which will allow you to skip ahead to, to different sections of, of the game too. So. We think of it as a, as a sort of an adventure game first with roguelite elements in it. It's also a stealth game. I mean, let's be real. This is a stealth first experience. I should also, That's true. I yeah. should guess, guess that, get this out of the way, is that this is probably the first time we've done one of these where we're playing a game and talking about a game and we actually don't have the developers on with us. We just couldn't make the timing work. It's no disrespect to our friends at Orbit, but uh, they just couldn't join us at this time. All right, so here oh, we yeah. go. I finally entered. Oh my god, this guy is—he just stole something from me. <laughs> Why did he steal something from me? What is going on? All right. Uh, so when you enter a new room, there's going to be an objective that you need to complete uh, in order to um, kill all the enemies and uh, unlock the doors to the to the next rooms. So. Jason right now is struggling, trying to destroy some of these enemy characters. Uh, there's a number of different sort of mini objectives uh, in each room, and that's part of the roguelite element, is every time you enter a new room, there's going to be a, a different objective that you need to complete. Uh, Jason's very bad at this game, so that's why he died um, instantly. Um, no, it's also part, part of the nature of it is like you're intended to die, and then you're going to start over, and you're going to get a little bit stronger because you can upgrade your character, and you're going to learn a little bit more about uh, what to expect in the haunted house, which is going to allow you to, you know, use that extra little bit of, of experience to progress farther. So, um, what happened to Jason is partly a skill issue, but, um, also, uh, yeah, but I to, to give them just the benefit of the doubt, you know, it's also sort of baked in, um, to the genre, but baked in, in into this game that, you know, you're going to be learning as you play and you we wouldn't expect you to play through the entirety of the run without, dying you know it's it's right. certainly you know you're intended to to learn as you fail right so i'm not going to make the same mistake twice all right this yeah. guy he's he's going around he's trying to steal my stuff there's no way he's not taking it you see that just go right around him boom kind of snooping about oh okay see see jason knows what to expect there but for the unsuspecting player just let it happen oh, oh my god see this is a this is a proper horror game yeah. Uh, just kidding. It's it, there's spooky elements. I'd say that certainly with the, the subject matter and it being you know it's the spooky season in a few days here. We're heading into Halloween. Um, yeah. You know that's a it's the right time for a game like this. And there's a certain creep factor as you're exploring this haunted mansion. But again, it's very approachable. And you know I think a sort of the aesthetics sweet spot that we are hitting here was in the um, kind of like Amblin Entertainment vein of like a, a Goonies, that kind of thing, like Spielbergian. Uh, so it, it may be a little bit, a little bit of thrills and chills here and there, but overall we're not trying to like jump scare you too much here. Um, you know, it's definitely sort of a all ages affair. Worth noting that each, each floor, so there's three, four, four floors in total, right? Yeah, there's three main floors in the basement, which right. is uh, where we started with those locked doors. Yeah. So in the uh, as you progress through each floor, it gets more and more like 
horrifying these enemy designs so it really does yeah i was playing recently some of the upper floors and yeah some of them actually get a little spooky you know there's some uh, unnerving sound effects and 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 uh you know design for for some of the, the monsters here um yeah i think that's one of the strong points of the game really is like the our overall art direction is super cool um it has like a really awesome um, aesthetic and that's that's both in the the monster designs but also just in the, the way that the rooms look and especially with the roguelite elements every time you play like the assortment of furniture and uh you know the trappings of the you know Zachary graves is bizarre mansion are all going to be different um so it adds a lot of visual variety every time every time you, you start over yeah there is i mean for me these hand these hand monster things horrifying I don't don't want to see yeah. don't want to be near any of those things they're the first time i saw the concept art for them it made me upset but in a yeah. good way in a good way that's the fun thing about these about games like this is like you're supposed to see these most horrific things and then you're just like oh my god this is the worst but i love it uh yeah you know i guess we're we're, we're plumbing the depths of the there's that really spooky enemy um, that has like the what are those things like the horns for ears? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's blind but has very sensitive hearing. Right. Um, so if you make too much noise around it, it'll it'll attack. That's a spooky one. There's another one with a sort of a what seems to be a, a, a crying old woman. But then as you get closer, there's more more to the story. Uh, that is, that's one I was referring to before that has some pretty pretty good uh, SFX attached to it. Um, very unnerving as you're exploring. That's in the upper floors here. Um, I guess we could talk a bit about also what, what is happening, what yeah. Jason is doing. So uh, he mentioned it briefly, but it's really important to note that this is a, primarily a, a stealth game, which also sets it apart, I think, from, from other similar-ish games in the genre. Um, the times where you're just sort of rushing headlong to fight all these monsters is that's probably the time you are going to get wiped pretty quick. Uh, it's much more about skulking around. You can see right now he's uh, uh, Jason is using this uh, the, uh, shoulder button to sneak. Um, and most of the object objectives are not combat based. Like here, it's to find this hidden idol in one of the chests and place it on the that blue dais uh, you're seeing at the top of the screen there. Um, so really, it's much more about using the environment uh, to, to skulk past enemies and then also using the items, you can see his item bar at the bottom there, to momentarily incapacitate or trap or distract enemies to be able to complete the objective. Um, so yeah, it's, a, it's something else I think that really sets the, sets the game apart. Um, it's funny, it's also there's a... Uh, a slight learning curve to it because you know we, we've demoed this game a bunch and you know people uh as much as we try to explain it's a stealth game uh you know when people just pick up a controller they're like oh, i know what this is and they run immediately headlong into the first room and just get completely annihilated and then the next time they're like oh i get it and then uh you know you it sort of all starts to click as uh as the you know the stealth mechanics become more like ingrained in your in your playing right and that dive is also a very useful uh, thing to have as well. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a dodge, and you can see there's a sort of stamina wheel at the top of Lynn's head there that that 
that's how she can run and also use her her dodge mechanic so there are certainly ways to you know to um if you do get caught to get out of harm's way um and, and also as soon as you complete the objective for the room um it destroys all the enemies in it so uh it can be like a race against the clock too as the enemies are you know sort of all uh you know all coming to get you if you're able to, in this case, destroy the the ghost chains using the lantern. Um, if you're able to do that before they all attack you, then you'll wipe them all out. And then you get to reap the rewards of the treasure chest that's in every room. Um, combination of coins, which are like soft currency you can spend in a run um, to buy uh, items and upgrades. And then gems, which are the hard currency you use in between runs to give yourself permanent upgrades to things like your lantern power, your um, stamina, your health, stuff like that. All right, I need to ask an honest question. Have I have I earned at least some respect back following that first run? Uh, I mean, this is just the first floor, you know? That's so this point. is the like intro stuff. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're doing great. Hey, look at this. So this guy? you have found an NPC. It's a, it is a, your, actually not your, but it's your uncle's private chef Jacques uh, he poor poor guy is also trapped in the mansion with you and even worse off than you he's lost all of his cooking gear so as you progress through similar to finding the Atari cartridges you'll also be looking for different uh, kitchen accoutrement as you find those and bring it back to him you'll get um, gems and, and other bonuses and he'll start giving you a little bit of his life story too and kind of like have some pithy remarks about the the items you're bringing. So it's just a you know with these with these kind of games you always want to you want to be surprised you know like he's not going to be there every run, um, but you know if you on the certain run you open the right door hey there's Jacques hey and I can give him back his ladle. <laughs> well, I've been I've been hauling what's around. Jacques, what's Jacques going to do without his ladle? Guy needs his ladle. He's not doing anything. He's just he's just waiting for you to bring back all of his gear. Yeah. See, let's look into one of these uh, items I got because I just got. Uh, well, I'm carrying around this duck, and uh, it's telling me it's fun. It's fun in the bath. Well, that's, that part's obvious, but it also yeah. has a, a in-game use, which is uh, it, it's used to distract enemies. So, yeah, there's a pretty cool codex, which is what Jason was just thumbing through. Which, as you encounter the different enemies and NPCs and items and locations you'll have a little bit of color about each of them um so yeah there's actually quite a bit of, of lore kind of baked into the game it's not all surface level it's like as you're playing as you're talking to more people as you're doing more quests as you're exploring further you'll get bits and pieces about what's going on um you know i think that that is a uh that's just like a sort of added layer of engagement with the game you can also just like ignore that and just play uh but for the people who want to know like what is happening here uh you can dig into the to the lore a bit and i guess spoiler alert also it it's fairly similar to the plot line and lore of the original game which i guess that we haven't even mentioned yet that this is a you know a reinterpretation of um a classic atari 2600 game called haunted house which has the same plot basically where you're trying to piece back together the ah. pieces of a of a uh um, shattered urn. Um, so yeah, this is sort of you need to get that guy uh, in the in the light. Yeah, that's good. 
don't know what's going on with him. There we go. Try it right now. Oh, oh, jeez. I don't know what's happening with him. He eventually will, uh, once you're in the dark, will turn into like beast oh. mode. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Yeah. I think that was a recent change that he's only uh, vulnerable when he's in the Hulk, Hulk state. Great. Otherwise, he's just happily hopping around. And most of the time in, in, in the levels that don't require you to defeat enemies, um, you know, it, it makes it a little bit easier to, to avoid him because you just need to make sure that you're staying in the light as much as possible. But here you actually need to get him into the dark. Um, in order to then be able to kill him. Oh, oh God. Got me. So um, one of the upgrades that Jason will have accessible to him if he gets enough gems are the uh, power for his lantern. So that's going to make the um, the uh, objectives where you need to clear out the enemies in a room much easier. Yeah. So, you know, that's a, a little sprinkling of combat that we have in there. You know, once in a while you'll you'll be getting that. Yeah, yeah, he has enough. Um, yeah, enough, uh, enough gems. He can upgrade a few other things here too. His the number of slots of, in his inventory, how quickly his stamina recovers, all that kind of good stuff. So th these are sort of classic roguelike trappings that you know, yeah. as you continue through the game, even though even if you're like it feels like you're starting from scratch, you're getting progressively stronger and stronger. Yeah, let's see. Um, uh, let's see if I could do one more. Uh, I'm gonna try one more run here. And uh, see how we can do. Because I, at the very least, I want to give some. Uh, I want to give some preview for the boss, because we got a unique boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, And that's that's where things get weird. <laughs> totally. Yeah, there are um, there are objectives over per floor. Uh, there's a boss on each floor. The boss of this first floor is Kuka. He's a spooky old witch. Uh, very classic with a big bubbling cauldron. You'll eventually find her. Um, but before you face her head on, there is a challenge room where you need to collect three boss items, uh, which then allow you to eventually face her. So um, we haven't found that room yet, but there, it's like a really cool like stealth challenge room, much bigger than any of the other rooms um, uh, that Jason has encountered so far. It, you need to to skulk around, avoiding both Kuka, who is like, oh God. you know, sort of uh, wandering around the space, and also just normal enemies that you find. Um, and once you find those three items, that allows you to progress farther, and eventually, once you get to the boss room, you'll be able to use them to initiate the big boss fight with her. 12 seconds, 12 seconds. You Seven. got this. Oh, I don't yeah. think I do. Yeah. I don't know if Jason's seen this one yet. This is a, a, one of the newer additions. Is uh, uh, this survive the enemy uh, room? Yeah, boom. That's that's pro gamer moves right there. That was uh, that was rough because uh, you know took a lot of my took a lot of my health down. Oh, good, I got the bunny slippers. Those are helpful. I guess we should give um, obviously like uh, enormous shout outs to our development team, Orbit Studios. They're based in Sao Paulo, in Brazil. Um, this has really been their, you know, their um, brainchild. They pitched us on a, a handful of different um, game ideas attached to Atari IP, and this one really stood out. Um, just in terms of being able to 
It's like what we're always trying to do here at Atari is like find new ways to reinterpret our classic IP, um, sort of bridging the gap between like what made those games special with what are the advances in sort of game design and, and sort of the industry over those decades since the originals launched. So to be able to translate kind of the, the feel of those of, of the original Haunted House into this roguelite um, was really interesting to us. And the previous game uh, is a, also an isometric adventure game called Retro Machina that we liked a lot. So um, yeah, it made a lot of sense to, to work together um, and they're, they're great. Wish they could be on this call with us, but you know I'm here representing representing Brazil, representing Orbit. Yeah, um, the game also really leans into their strength. Like the if you play Retro Machina, which we recommend because it's also it's also quite a good game, is uh, they really have a they have a knack for this great hand drawn art. So immediately, yeah. like before we even actually gave the full game a green light, they made this uh, they made this prototype of it very quickly. And it already had like a ton of gorgeous hand-drawn assets in there, so we were like, uh, "Yeah, cool. You, this is what you could do, and you could do more of these with more time." Yeah, all right, go for it. Do the thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of what led to uh, the initial kickoff of this game. Yeah, and the, the times that we've, uh, like as I mentioned, we've demoed the game um, at PAX, at PAX West. We also did it at Play NYC right here in New York. Um, and Orbit did it in uh, uh, Sao Paulo too, part of the, the big festival. Right. Um, it's a uh, people are immediately drawn in by the art style. It's very arresting when you see it, especially up close. It looks amazing. Um, and then uh, it's like, come for the art, stay for stay for the gameplay, um, and uh, you know, um, and the stealth and the spooks and the thrills and chills. So there's a, it's a lot. There's a lot here, really. Like, um, it's got you know, this is just a small sliver of what the game has to offer uh, in terms of uh, levels and enemies and bosses and other playable characters and other NPCs. So it, it's a it's a robust package. There's actually a lot of, of content built in. Yeah. Um, the thing that Jason is doing here, which I don't think we mentioned yet, is the, the stealth takedown, stealth kill. So uh, as you can see, once he maneuvers behind an enemy, he can press the uh, X button to do a one one hit kill, which is super, super useful because I think you've, you've seen before in Jason's fumblings that the time he's had to face enemies head on, it's, you know, it's much tougher. I'm just kidding, you were doing great. Um, yeah. It looks like somebody who has never played this game before, but I've actually played this game a lot. So, although I will say the last time I did it, I did have their uh, God mode on. So I did see that room where it was, it, where it was like, survive for a minute, and I literally just yeah. stood there. Oh, here we no go. No problem. Okay, okay. Well, here she is. Here's. Oh, yeah, uh, this is. Uh, yeah, and Spooky, who I don't think we've met yet, who is your uh, kind of your your spirit guide um, through through the game. Uh, he kind of gives you the lay of land about what's happening. He used to work, you know, and before he was in the afterlife, when he was in the normal life he uh, worked with your uncle zachary graves oh. Oh, and now no. he still uh haunts the mansion but sort of happily um so he he's oh. there to give you tips oh my god um run i get out of there yeah. oh boy uh, all, right, we'll all right eventually she'll de-aggro there you go um so in this room there's um three boss items you found one of them which is the stinky cheese 
Uh, I think if you go to the the left there, the room opens up. Uh, yeah, right there. Um, there's two other two other items here. Yeah, past the narcoleptic. Oh, oh god. Um, yeah, and uh, you can see this, but for the people who are who are, who are listening, um, you know, the, all the enemies have a vision cone. Um, as you walk, if you're if you're um, sneaking like that, you don't make any noise. But if you're walking, there's a, a ring uh, that that emanates out from you, showing how much noise you're making. Um, so some of those uh, sort of core stealth trappings are in the game too, you know, and and straight up like you know you can hide behind a bookshelf, uh, let an enemy sneak past you, you go behind them for the for the stealth takedown. Um, that's all. That's all available to you here. Why is she constantly? She's just looking. She's this is her home. Yeah, she's, it's not her home. She's she has invaded the space, and now she's invading my space. Well, she's she's made herself at home. Okay, well, now she's okay. Good. Oh my god! No! 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 Yeah. Oh god! Roll it. Yeah, and it oh. and really. Oh. God. Ultimately, this is a story of of hubris too. Not not yours, Jason, but of Zachary Graves because. He is the one who is who collected all these ghouls and ghosts and trolls and witches in the first place because he is uh, sort of a renowned paranormal investigator and treasure hunter. So he's the one who found and trapped all these monsters in the first place um, and turned his home into this reliquary of all this, uh, you know, all these spectral anomalies and so uh when the urn breaks which hosts all these monsters ultimately i feel like that's on him you know so there's there's a reason to you know if i was lynn i might just be like you know you made your bed but she's a you know she's a better better person than i am you know so she's the one who says all right we gotta go um we gotta go save her uncle well she's she's determined she's very determined absolutely um, you haven't talked to, to the butler yet, Oswald. I did before. Um, no, but I'll talk to him again. You did? Maybe. Yeah. Okay, so he, uh, yeah, so he will give you a key, uh, which will allow you into the basement. Um, oh. Yeah. And then as you get a little farther in the game, you'll get more keys. But also, um, talking to him will bring up a menu to upgrade uh, the decor in this entryway. Um, so for scratching the itch of, uh, you know, people who are, you know, I don't know if you have any homescapes, gardenscapes, <laughs> super fans out there. I've had, you can I had my moments. What was the, yeah. there was a, um, oh man, I forgot what it was. It was, it was some sort of like game like that, that I got caught into in a big way. Oh my God. It was, it was bad. I feel like I remember you telling me about it, but, I played a lot, um, a lot of it. So that's kind of just for fun. Uh, you can uh, over time upgrade the look of your uh, of that entryway there. Um, a little sense of accomplishment as you beautify uh, your uncle's home while you search for him. So I thought the basement kind of puts me at ease versus the uh, the rest of the house. I don't know why. Is that weird? I mean, I don't know. Oh my god! Ah! Never mind. Giant it's like swamp thing just jumped out of me. Sure did. You gotta look out for the the bubbles. Oh, oh, you didn't look over the bubbles at all. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. All right. He dodged through it, too. Yeah, I think. Oh, man. There's oh! Nothing. Oh, my God. I got inverted controls. Okay. Yeah, you got cursed. I Big lied time. about being at ease. I was at ease for the moments that I was not being attacked by monsters. Yeah. This, not, this isn't really a game about being at ease. 
<laughs> it's just a game of, kind of about like taking your time, right? Like you gotta, the more aggressive you are, the worse you'll do, and that's that part how it goes. So that part is definitely true. Which, like any other games like this, it's like the more you panic. Oh, I gotta get over there. By the way, these rooms—they're all—they're all randomly generated, so not guaranteed to get this. You're never gonna get the same thing twice. Absolutely. Yep. So you always gotta never make assumptions, and uh, always always be ready for for the worst. Like like me, who's not? Who doesn't? Who can't look at bubbles? You know what? Screw this. Here we go. Ha! Well, you're absolutely right about uh Yeah, if you're if you're charging in, as I mentioned before, like. You're going to alert an enemy, and then if you just try to run away willy-nilly, you're going to alert a bunch more, and then all of a sudden you're you're in deep trouble. So it's uh you know it's um was that about prevention versus something only, whatever? Only you can prevent wildfires. Exactly. Yeah, it's a uh, it's much easier to uh, avoid conflict in the first place than it is to escape once conflict has begun. Exactly. Um, but. Luckily, you have this, uh, you know, uh, item bar too. In the event that something goes wrong and you do have to run away from some of these ghouls, you have you have things at your disposal. In addition to be able to to just like blow them up with your lantern. Yes, when it gets powerful, and that, that's the other thing about the different characters. We didn't really touch on it, but each character that you unlock has their own strengths and weaknesses. So you're able to, you know, so if you want to be that guy who plays more offensively, there's a character that'll enable that instead of having to grind your way to, um, you know, to getting those stat boosts. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. They have, uh, yeah, between health, stamina, lantern power, they all have, uh, in stealth, they all have different strengths and weaknesses. So, yeah, as you um, as you get farther in ah, oof, and unlock more of the, the PCs, um, yeah, you'll be able to, um, you know, kind of tailor the play experience to how you want to play. But I think, still, stealth... Broadly speaking, is is your best bet most of the time. Do you have any, uh, you know, as you were the producer on this, do you have any fun behind the scenes tales, stories, things you want to share that you can share? Huh. Um, I guess it was a, uh, it was fun to figure out the sweet spot for the um, aesthetic and character uh, enemy design for this because of, you know, we wanted it to be scary but we wanted it to be not too scary you know uh we don't even spooky but not scary and i remember some of the initial uh art we got from them was like horrific <laughs> so uh absolutely bone chilling um so uh, it was fun to to work with them to kind of kind of like hone that in um and uh and land on the the visual design that we have now which i think like i said hits hits a, a sweet spot between being like creepy but kind of fun for all ages yeah and again some of this stuff is still kind of creepy also there's spiders we did we say there's spiders in the game yeah there's spiders there's puppets oh there's yeah the creepy puppets. old oh, dolls God. there's oh, like God. what there's, is it there's, about there's, dolls like at what point were those dolls created and they weren't spooky was somebody like yeah this is kids will love these I don't know. Yeah, I, we were. Um, I have a toddler, and from a gift from someone was like a doll from. A, I think it was maybe from my wife's parents or something. We we got a doll that was like old, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's like you know, I'm sure at the time it was a perfectly reasonable toy. 
but just having it on the shelf like next to other like stuffed animals and stuff it's creepy it's just it's there's just something about it and i think that's just a universal i don't know old dolls the um, so you'll uh, you know you'll find that here. You find it in a Resident Evil uh, village, right? That's mm-hmm. okay. some extremely creepy old dolls there. Now let, me, let me ask you another question: Is Zachary mm-hmm. is Zachary Graves a hoarder? Like, why does he have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? He's got like a dozen washing machines. That's in this reality. The next time you play, he might only have one. So okay. who's sure. to say? Um, yeah, I mean, if you like. If you really dig into from like um, a decor perspective, if you're thinking of it as like an interior designer, he is a lunatic. Like right. it's completely insane. But I think it works. You know, I feel like it's a, at least it's a, a consistent aesthetic. You know, um, and uh, you know who doesn't have like a waterlogged basement with hundreds of barrels and you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the way Weird I see it, if you, and... if you have a basement to begin with, you're asking it to be waterlogged, right? Yeah, of we, course. We as people, we're not meant to have basements. To, to be underground. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's right, you know? Yeah. When you're right, you're right. I mean, inevitably, something something's going to go wrong in a basement. Like, mm. So just don't have basements. Seal them up. <laughs> Seal up basements. This is starting my campaign, anti-basement mm-hmm. campaign. I just need to move to, like, a shore, a shoreline community. Oh, no basements. Man. Swamp Man's just chilling. He's just, we're just hanging out. We're buddies now, me and the Swamp Man. All right, how much should I, should I just go until the end of the, uh, until the end of this basement area here, which might be this very room? Uh, sure. Yeah, eventually you'll face, uh, a boss. Cool. Um, but maybe that's something we want to, we want to hold back on. Okay. So people uh, experience or experience it for themselves. I mean, it might not even like matter because you might just die. All right, look, hang on a second. You don't know that. You don't know that. Look, I'm going to make it through this room at least. Bam. There you go. You see that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Look at that. You're going to talk smack. And here I am. Getting You're right. All right. Sorry. Sorry we can all be the, the producer on this game. Yeah, we worked on it. Jason is is, is uh, being demure, but he, he worked on this game too. That's true. I did bit of coverage uh, as well. They were showing me some of the spooky designs. I had, to, I had to face them myself when you were on paternity leave for a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. I was just like, ah, where's where's Mark? I need my I need my safety blanket. <laughs> Freeze. Oh no. You missed him. Roll, missed. Thank you. What? Roller skating. But when you Whoa, run, you go way good. faster. Um, so yeah, that's that, that blue chest there is for these specific rooms that destroy all enemies' rooms. That's like a replenishing chest of items, so to give you give you a chance to fight back um, if you don't have any when you enter the room, because it's way harder to obviously just face them like one on one. Oh, why? Did, no, that's not the place that I wanted to go. I know, but yeah, you did it. Oh, turn around. Okay. Oh, come hey, on! Yeah. What's wrong with you? Eat your cookie. Oh boy. All right, I think that's the end. I think I think we've done it. We've played we've played a bunch of bunch of this game. I'm trapped in the mansion. I'm here. I don't think there's anything else to say on this. Well, thank you, thank you, Mark, for joining. This is good. This has been a little bit of a let's play on uh, on haunted house again, coming out October twelfth. Very soon. 
And uh, that'll be available on everything. Let's recap that again. On this, I'll say it in a different order this time. On the Switch, the Xbox One, the series and Series X and S, PS4, PS5, PC through Steam and Epic, and of course, the Atari VCS. So be sure to check that out. It'll also be available physically, right? Like you can buy that in stores uh, shortly thereafter, I believe. Yeah, that's right. I think it's uh, in the U.S. only, in North America. But yeah, if you you know, be sure to search it out uh, if you don't want to get it digitally um, and then you can enjoy the beautiful box art you know yeah exactly it looks kind of like this background here yes yeah yeah and you can see the little kids back there and we actually we have some alternate art too that you'll see i think somewhere else on the box there's a cool like kind of um, 80s movie poster vibe uh showing off the different uh playable characters yeah so it's good stuff we'll look out for that game's great Good work to uh, to you, Mark, and the and the team at Orbit. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing uh, seeing what the rest of you guys think. Thanks for joining. Oh, and of course, you know, I forgot to mention it, but leading up to the release, the best thing you could do if you're like, even if you're thinking, I don't know about this, head on over to Steam, click that wish list button. It's the easiest thing you could do to support the team, and we recommend doing that to all for all of our titles, uh, but especially the ones that are coming soon. So yes, please. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Uh, again, if you made it this far, that means you probably like it. So, hey, you should give some uh, words of encouragement in the uh, in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube and took my advice earlier. And if you're still listening on audio feeds, wow. Thanks still for listening to that as well. And head on over to uh, review us on iTunes and your uh, podcast service of choice. And uh, thank you. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.